Here we go. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark Kumar. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur. Today we have Sarah here. She's going to help you with uh, information that is going to help you take your business to the next level. So, Sarah, please take your time and introduce yourself to my audience. Hi, well, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, well, I have a podcast as well called Frugalpreneur, uh, building a business on a bootstrap budget. And so I help people through the podcast, uh, kind of people who either haven't started a business yet, or maybe they have, but they're... Um, tight on finances and they're trying to bootstrap it and do it on a budget. Uh, I have a book that kind of goes along with it also called Frugalpreneur, how to launch, manage and market your online business for under a hundred dollars per month. <laughs> Cause that's what I'm, that's basically what I do is I actually have several online businesses, but I'm able to operate all of them for under a hundred a month. So I was like, I'm going to put a book out and a podcast and everything kind of going over like what tools and resources to use to make that happen. <laughs> so yeah, my um, other businesses are sightseam.com, which is for web design and then podseam.com, which I just launched is for podcast editing and production. Um, and then I have like a drop shipping business and uh, a travel agency and just all these different online companies <laughs> oh god it sounds you you sound similar to what i when i first started out i'm like i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this and then you get to the point like oh i got all these different businesses which is great uh, at one point and then you i don't know if you ever experienced that yet or not but you get to the point where you, you have your hands in so many buckets and then you're like now i gotta learn how to say no to some of those so have you ever faced that yeah, well, over the course, because I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade now, and over the course of that decade, I've launched over 30 businesses, <laughs> and I, I don't know, it's a bad habit, and a lot of them, you know, were successful, or still are, or and some weren't, but it's almost like I like to test out every type of business you can have that you can run affordably like I started out doing photography but that wasn't really a very affordable <laughs> okay. um yeah well, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I, I did the photography that was my very first business oh. as well I did the portrait wedding fashion shoot and all that stuff so it was pretty cool I enjoyed it personally I'm like it was like a kid in the candy store. You give me a camera, like, oh, this was awesome. And, and it was pretty profitable, too, so it worked out pretty good. So that, at that point, that's where I learned how to get into the whole digital world. But it's nice that know that you also were in the photography business. That's cool. Yeah, I did mainly portraits and weddings as well. But I realized I liked photography as far as taking pictures of architecture, landscapes, animals, stuff like that. Not really people. <laughs> And but that's where the money is is the people not all that other stuff so I ended up I did that for about seven years and then after that pretty much everything I've done has been online stuff so um, what, what just out of curiosity so what motivated you or inspired you to get online instead of the offline like business like the photography one mm -hmm. uh, well the the reasons I got out of that was first of all it was super time-consuming not just the hours that you spend at the wedding or session, but like all the hours spent editing and all that stuff. 
plus the liability issues. I never had problems, but I'm just saying I, I had heard stories <laughs> and that kind of scared me. And um, plus the expense of just maintaining and upgrading equipment, cameras, lights, whatever. So I was like, I'd like to do something online so that I don't really have expenses as far as equipment and you know, maintaining, I mean, I guess you have to maintain a website and things like that, but it's not it's as expensive. Not ex exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. It's not as expensive. It's not as headacheful as well. As mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mainly, it was to cut expenses and time in a way. <laughs> All right. So you said that you had like a lot of businesses online. So what was the very first business that you venture into the first business online i think it was a t-shirt company um are you familiar with spreadshirt yes it's like okay. something similar to like teespring or something like that you'd put it's, a design yeah similar to that um it's a little it was different back several years ago when i did it than how it is now like before i could use other people's designs and sell my shirts and of course they make a percentage or whatever right. um or it's built into the price i think is how it worked but now as i understand it, the only way you can do it is if you create your own designs or something like that and so yeah i don't do that anymore but um i i prefer like something like um there's one called t public which you can basically do that with take other people's designs and well, it works a little differently because people have their own shops and you can add their products to your shop and basically if it sells from your shop you make a commission off of it Ooh, so it's like a it's like a something something someone's like affiliate marketing kind of thing you, in a way yeah yeah i guess so yeah okay. so um yeah so a t-shirt company was the first thing i believe oh, awesome so <laughs> The next session is speaking of your podcast business that you have. What inspired you to start that particular business? So I, it's funny because just probably even a couple of years ago, I wasn't into podcasts. Like I would hear that word here and there, but I didn't listen to any and I didn't think that it would be something I'd be into. But then I thought, I started hearing about certain podcasts that I thought I might be interested in, like um, Smart Passive Income by Pat Flynn and Entrepreneur on Fire by John Lee Dumas and all this. And so I started listening to those and several others. And I was like, oh, man, I love this. Because unlike radio, you're getting exactly what you came for. There's sometimes there's commercials it depends on how big the podcast is but most of the time there's not and um and i just love that it's very like focused and niche and um so anyway so i started getting basically obsessed with listening to them <laughs> and then i was like you know what well because i had gotten the idea to write the book for a goldpreneur and i was like you know what i should launch a podcast with the book and so I did that and I've written another book after that. And I thought about launching a podcast with that one, but I didn't, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just love it. Like talking with other entrepreneurs and I feel like I learn 
from it as well like well, if abs I'm inter abs absolutely there's like a the best way i can tell people like if you want to have a podcast have other people come in there you can learn based on whatever that they spent years learning you can condense it into like a short period of time like a, it, an hour or hour and a half whatever time you spent with them is like wow it's fastest way to learn anything yeah and i've also found that it's easier to connect with certain influencers when you have a podcast. Like if you were like, for example, if I were to, if I didn't have a podcast and now were to approach, well, let's just say Pat Flynn, I'm assuming you're familiar with him, right? Yes. Okay. I think everybody who listens yeah. to podcasts is familiar with him. So let's just say that I didn't have a podcast and I approached him and was like, hey can i talk to you for like an hour or whatever without even paying you and he'd be like mm, no because i'm sure his hourly rate is pretty high but um but when you have a podcast it's like you can i haven't gotten pat flynn on yet i'm working on it i have gotten a few other people though that are relatively i mean people in the niche know who they are and so it's just, it's like you're almost getting one-on-one -on -one consultation in a way because you get to ask whatever you want and you're learning from them and it almost gives you more credibility because you had them on your show and then that can open doors and whatnot. So I feel like it's a good way to connect with people, whether they're known or not, learn from them and I guess grow and expand your business absolutely so so the company that you have now that we understand the inspiration behind it, so what does your company offer for or more important let's just start with who would be your ideal client for your company uh so basically yeah someone who's either looking to start a business or has uh but they're looking for a way to do it affordably and usually online like maybe they're looking to have a side hustle or something part-time or they have several different ideas and they don't know where to start because there's so many ways you can make money online like affiliate marketing drop shipping courses this that and the other and so just kind of helping people figure out what area to go or what to try and how to do it on a budget and things like that Okay, cool. So speaking of side hustle, so let's just say I, I don't know anything. I have a job, <laughs> nine to five, let's just say hypothetically speaking, and I want a start a side hustle. So what tip or advice can you give me to say, hey, Mark, do this to test out your side hustle idea to see if it works? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, I guess I'd have to find out well first i would probably present them with all the different options sure um and then see what appeals to them or sounds like like maybe they're they'd be like oh no i definitely don't want to do courses or i don't want to do membership sites or any of that um because those two things take a lot of time but uh so kind of determining how much time they're willing to spend mainly <laughs> and money i suppose although like i said everything that i 
talk about is affordable so um <clears throat> and then basically go from there and there's several websites and um like podcasts that are specifically about side hustles um actually interviewed nick loper from the side hustle show uh that episode will go out next week but um so there's that show and then side hustle school with chris gillibo and stuff where people can actually all those episodes are about side hustles so it might give people even more ideas because they have guests on there who have started things i would have never even thought of okay. <laughs> like really random unique stuff but yeah okay cool so uh, your main cons uh, concept is being frugal and make money while you're doing that Mm -hmm. So one of your company is the podcast services that you offer. So if I were to come to you for that particular service, what can I expect to get out of it that you can take off my plate? Like, hey, Sarah, take care of this because I don't want to deal with it. Right. Yeah. Um, so basically with that service, and I just launched it, but basically the person, all they have to do is record their podcast. And okay. then they send it to me and then I would edit it and produce it, like take out the ums and the uhs and, and I would add intro and outro music. And if they had some sort of ad or something, um, insert that in there and just that whole production process basically, and then get it distributed to uh, a hosting company and the different podcast directories. Uh, and then also I could do a podcast website as well with show notes and a transcript and all that. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. You say you could distribute it to the different podcast directories. So do you just take their, uh, let's, let's say hypothetically, what kind of file format would you want from me if I were to use your service? Just out of curiosity. Um, well, I mean, ideally a WAV file, but it could be an MP3. Okay. Yeah. So let's, so let's say I give you a WAV file or MP3, a audio file, I give it to you. Mm -hmm. So then you edit, do your magic, make it look amazing. And then <laughs> after that, so do you go on and distribute it to, when you say you distribute it to other podcasts directly, do you put it on a platform that you own or how does that work? Just, just curious. Um, yeah, well, I'm currently with Spreaker, though I'm, there are a couple others I'm considering maybe switching to, but, and, but with Spreaker, you can have multiple podcasts. Okay. So I would either do that or if maybe the person already has their own hosting and that's fine. Um, and then in that case, I could just send them the file back and they can upload it. But, and, but then the host then basically distributes it to like po apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. i mean you know all that stuff i'm sure Sp stitcher so, uh, spotify uh, i see so meaning basically so if somebody who doesn't want to go to the hassle of the technical side they <laughs> could just literally hire you and then you go and host it on the company that you have which is speaker and then create their own account like a better one you manage it and they pay you monthly fee kind of them something like that, Is that yeah and i could like do the website and all that stuff for it oh, as well okay that's awesome so yeah. 
that's pretty cool. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, all these uh, these amazing things that you do, right? So one of the I'm personally I'm interested in like the whole podcast editing or option that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. How are clients are are what's the word I want to use? How are clients currently? appreciating your services what what are the can you share one of the happy stories that you got from a client well i actually i just launched that one so i don't currently have any clients Ah, okay (laughs) it's like my first time talking about it oh okay cool fair fair enough fair enough (laughs) yeah we all start we all start somewhere so you know fair enough at least you have an idea a company and the people who want to get yourself get your service so where can people actually find that service uh, so that's podseam.com. So P-O-D-S-E-A-M.com. And then I also have a web design company called Sightseam, which is S-I-T-E-S-E-A-M.com. I launched both of those like together, basically. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you definitely... <laughs> Well, because it's like, I enjoy making websites, I enjoy podcast editing, all that stuff. So I'm like, well, why not put that out there and I could do it for other people? <laughs> right. So the web design business that you have, is that something you actually do it or you just kind of outsource it and then keep yourself in that entrepreneurial level where you're like, hey, I have an idea. I want to execute it. That other stuff, the actual work, work stuff, I'm going to outsource that to somebody else. What, how does no, that work? I, no, I would actually do it. Oh, okay. So... Uh-huh. Speaking of that business, tell us a little bit about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it would be through WordPress, but uh, so not like from the ground up or something. Oh. But yeah, but I would be able to do like, I mean, I I don't know if you've gone to the websites or if you are, but like those websites I made, like Sightseam oh. and Podseam, so to kind of give people a feel like I can just make it as well and then i also have my own website which is the sarahstjohn.com which has a lot more stuff on it than the other two and i did that one also and that i guess would maybe give people kind of a feel for like what i can do um basically as detailed and as many plugins as someone needs like and then i just keep everything up to date you know because there's always updates like every time i log in there's an update (laughs) and then something sometimes breaks so then you have to figure out what broke it and fix it and all that stuff and so basically i can help with not just designing it but maintaining and keeping it up to date and secure and all that stuff trust me i know all about the wordpress updates they're lack of updates sometimes you're like it was working just last one what how come it's not working because it took it out you know (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I, I love like plugins and tools and stuff. So I'm always looking for the best, usually free or at least affordable plugin that I can use for like for a chat widget or for, um, I don't know, there's a million different things like a social media widget or um, y- yeah. So, so speaking of speaking of plugins, which ones are your three favorite one that you're like I cannot live without them? Okay, my three. Oh man, I feel like I need to log in and look at them to see okay. which one. Uh, okay, add to any, which is a social button icon where you can add every social media platform. 
and beyond actually um and then okay so there's that one i really like talk to it's t-a-w-k-t-o um what is, is that about i haven't heard about that one yet yeah what it's a chat it? it's it's a free chat widget you can put it embedded onto your website um so like you know those things that pop up and they're like hey is there anything we can help you with or whatever i have those on all my websites and um and that's free so that's one of my favorites <laughs> um i always install the usual ones they recommend like yoast seo right um the google site kit uh oh, what are some others like the monster insights um a kismet all of those but those are kind of i wouldn't say they're my favorite because they're kind of boring <laughs> I, I, I like plugins that are fun okay. but those are more well and then there's security ones like word fence or security um i'm trying to think of other fun ones i like convertful which does like the boxes on the top like sign up for my whatever and or take your chance to win uh you know i, I have that on my drop shipping site oh, where right. someone can like do a scratch to win <laughs> and and then they get they get a coupon code yeah and so um let's see oh Oh, yeah. those are pretty pretty good pretty interesting list <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty handful so oh, okay cool uh so all of these different businesses that you have ventured into what were two of the biggest lessons that you learned or were takeaway for for you um as far as all the businesses i've had or okay yeah well i would say okay so the one from the photography one was i realized that i didn't want to do i didn't want to really do anything that required me to have to like go somewhere for multiple hours at a time and whatever condition you know like oh this one wedding i did it was actually on my birthday and a great way to spend a birthday <laughs> and i was it was in their backyard in the middle of summer and no one warned us of this but apparently they had chiggers and so like the next day my whole my feet and legs were just for weeks they were a mess because of the chigger bites but anyway so just um so one lesson i learned was i didn't really want to do like <sighs> I could say service stuff, but that's not true because pod seam and site seam, that is a service. But I guess I like to stick to online stuff. So I guess that's one lesson I learned. A second one, let me think. Well, I think it's that, you know, when you start a business to stick with it for a while <laughs> instead of like, or, or to focus on it focus all your attention on it instead of launching a million at one time which technically <laughs> I, I have a handful <laughs> remember when i said to you like are you i i'm like i know exactly where you are like i want to do this i want to do this i want to do that and then you're like oh crap which one should i say no to because that's you are going to get to that point like which one should i say no to because they are like only 24 hours in a right. day right so you know <laughs> 
Yeah. And so I like ideally passive types of income. Like the drop shipping is relatively passive. Affiliate marketing is fairly passive. Of course, the pod seam and the site seam, those aren't passive. But for the most part, I think I prefer so pass. So would it be fair to say you would like to have a business that you spend, let's just say, three months out of the year. And once you spend that three months in there, then it's all automated. So like spend the time first and then reap the rewards for the rest of the year. Would that mm -hmm. be fair to say? Yeah. That, yeah. That I don't have any businesses like that yet. <laughs> that I'm thinking like maybe a a course or something would fall under that, like a whole bunch of time spent up front, but then once it's done, the course is out there and people, you know, can keep signing up and stuff. So that might be something in the future. Okay. Well, it seems <laughs> you are definitely a go-getter, obviously, with all the different businesses that you have ran or continue to running them. So, you know, I'm sure you'll figure it out once you're, <laughs> once you're ready. You're like, I have a little bit of extra an hour now to spend on this new business and then let's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, uh, what advice would you give to somebody who is a trying to be a frugal pintor, let's just say who has $100, mm -hmm. and they want to take that $100 and multiply into $1,000 in the next three months? How? What advice would you tell them that they, if you could break it down to like step by step, like step one, you do this, B, you do this, so on and so forth? Um, well, I would say... Well, of course, going through the process of figuring out what you want to do and stuff. But once you get to that point and know what you want to do, <clears throat> the first thing I think would be to have a website. Um, a lot of businesses just have like a Facebook page or whatever. But the problem with that is, I mean, we don't know that Facebook is going to be around forever, you know, and if you don't have your own web presence, they say it's like um, renting versus owning, basically. That's right. kind of how you could compare it. Because who knows? Facebook could be gone tomorrow. I mean, probably not. But And then all your people and all that, all your photos maybe that you've been uploading, all that stuff are gone. Um, I mean, I suppose you could have them obviously on your computer. <laughs> but anyway, my point is that I would recommend starting a website from the get-go. And yeah, you should still have social media presence, a Facebook page and whatever. Um, but yeah, definitely a website, which can be so affordable. I mean, you could technically, other than getting a domain name or URL, which at, at one on, one and one.com, the number one and then and one, um, you can get a domain for a dollar for a whole year there. <laughs> and Actually, then I, I'm I, I they're my customer for my web hosting. I is Ionos now. I think they changed the name. Yeah, now. they changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have used them for like last seven, six plus years. Love their customer service. Love their servers, and everything is amazing. Yeah, so I use them for all my domains. Cause then, so the, your first year is a dollar, and then each year after that's fifteen dollars for the whole year. Right. So I mean, it depends on what your like that's for a dot com. If you have a dot, you know, something else, it might be a little bit more. But anyway, so you could get a domain for a dollar. You could then get a WordPress site actually for free. If you don't want to get too fancy with your theme and stuff, you could actually get it for free. 
So now you've only spent a dollar. <laughs> um, and then I guess the second thing would be to start an email list, which the only two that have free plans or free levels, tiers, I guess, are MailChimp and MailerLite. And I had MailChimp initially, but I don't like it. <laughs> and so I have MailerLite now. I actually interviewed them several months ago for my podcast because I love them. But um, yeah, so your first like a thousand, I think it is, or maybe it's two thousand, um, people on your list are is free, and then the next tier, I think I want to say is only like fifteen or something. So anyway, so you could start an email list for free. Um, so I would say, how many things did you say? The first three things, okay. So that's two things, and your total cost so far is a dollar. <laughs> exactly. So. And and then, well, I mean, I guess from there, it kind of depends on what route you're taking. Are you doing drop shipping, affiliate? So let's market? just say a person wants to do what you do, online business. They don't want to have to have the heartache of like, I got to take the inventory. I got to deal with the people. Mm-hmm. I just want to set this thing up, spend three months or whatever the time is. Um, have $100. I want to take the $100. I want to convert it to $1,000 by end of six months. Mm-hmm. I would say the easiest way or quickest way would probably be drop shipping because you don't have to keep an inventory. Um, yeah, so the way it works is now it's kind of a problem right now because most of the stuff comes from China and it's taking forever. Like stuff's getting hung up in customs, I guess. I don't know. And <laughs> well, let's and, just say if it's a normal world, yeah. everything is back to normal. Not we don't have to right. worry about this COVID nineteen stuff, whatever. So everything is just right. neutral. Life mm-hmm. is wonderful and you know amazing. Mm. Yeah. Then I mean, you still have to wait a while. I mean, the problem is people are so used to getting stuff in twenty four to seventy two hours. It seems with Amazon. Well, with a drop shipping business it even during good times it can take four weeks or something because the stuff's still coming from china so it still has to go through customs and stuff now you can do drop shipping through the u.s or the uk and so it'll get to people a lot quicker well i guess depends on where you're located if you're located in the u.s it'll get to you quicker but the pricing of stuff is a lot higher the good thing about drop shipping from china is that i mean you can get stuff for like so my drop shipping business is baby clothes and some of so i could price something at 10 15 20 dollars and it actually only is costing me like two or three bucks (laughs) yeah so you can get so basically the way it works is there's AliExpress is the main one. Um, and so what I use for my drop shipping business is I use a plugin uh, called Ali Dropship. And now that plugin does cost money. I think it was $69 or something like that. One time fee. And, um, and the nice thing about it is it only imports in products that sell well have good ratings are made well all that stuff so it's not as overwhelming 
you don't have as much stuff to choose from to put into your store and what you do pick is all pretty quality stuff with good reviews and stuff or you could get a shopify store um and then you could use a app or plugin called oberlo which is o-b-e-r-l-o but to have a shopify store they do have a nine dollar plan but i don't think you can use oberlo with that i think you have to do the 29 dollar plan per month so it ends up being more expensive because like 20 buck 29 bucks a month versus a one-time 69 dollar plug-in purchase for if you did it on wordpress so anyway there's a couple of options and then so the way it works is <clears throat> you have a store oh and the key is to pick a niche don't just pick a store and have like baby clothes and refrigerators i don't know that's the first thing that came to my mind because <laughs> i mean it needs to be like one thing or one category or whatever so decide what you want to sell and then build a brand around it basically um you know name your store create a logo which oh logos you can just go to fiverr.com and get a logo made for five bucks or you could create one yourself for free on canva.com. And so, um, okay, so the way it works is, so then someone, they, you know, they check out on your site or whatever, and you don't have to maintain the inventory. You don't keep anything. It sends the order to the supplier, usually in China. Uh, and they fulfill it they pack it up and ship it out and everything and usually the shipping even is free or pretty affordable with e-packet it's like it it depends it can either be free or up to like maybe two bucks or something and so you can offer your customer free shipping that way <laughs> and so um and then so the way it works is they buy something on your site so let's say it was $15 so you get $15 but then you have to basically then go place the order but it's easy it's not like it it all links and connects so it's like one click you know place this order but then you have to pay the two bucks or three or five or whatever it is for the product through your own so it's like you're getting paid right away <laughs> from the it, it sounds it sounds a lot more complicated than it is but anyway, I think that that's probably the easiest way to get started with an online business and one of the most, the cheapest, because dollar domain, free website, unless you just Shopify, then it's $29 a month. Uh, if you did the plug-in, it's $69 one time. Get a logo done on Fiverr for 5 bucks, or create one for free in Canva, and there you go. <laughs> And then just use the whatever the little remaining is probably for some kind of maybe like a Facebook ad, like with a carousel ad or it scrolls through like products. Right, right. That's probably what I would say to do with the rest of it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that detail. Like, wow, that was pretty amazing. Anybody who's listening like, okay, now I have a very good idea. What do I need to do to start my hundred dollars and turn it into a thousand dollars? So thank mm -hmm. you once again, Sarah, for taking the time. 
for talking to me and helping my listeners out. And one last thing I want to do is the floor is all yours if you want to say anything to uh, about yourself, your services, your products, where people can find you. Take it away. Oh, okay, sure. Well, thanks for having me again. I've had fun. And um, yeah, I want to do this again sometime. <laughs> you've, been, you've been a good host and fun um, and asked a lot of great questions too. But um, I'll have to steal some of those for my own my own uh, podcast. Feel free to do so. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole name, the three things. Yeah. Um, okay. So people can find me at thesarahstjohn.com. And if they want to find the podcast, the easiest way to, I mean, you could find it in Apple or wherever, just type in frugalpreneur or go to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash podcast. And then again, the podcasting um, editing business is podseam.com. The web design business is sightseam.com. And then I have a couple others, but I don't think they'd really be relevant here. So, um, uh, well, I guess if you wanted to see all my businesses that I currently have, you could go to seamlessmediagroup.com and that just lists them. Uh, and then you can find me on social media just by, with my name. Usually it's at the Sarah St. John. Um, and, and then I have those links on my website as well. Awesome. So I'll put all those links in here uh, in the show notes for you guys. So you, you don't have to worry about it if you miss them, if you're listening in the car or somewhere else, you could just check out the show notes and it will take them right there. Once again, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners will listen to it. They'll also appreciate that too. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs>